0: What I got a fever. You give me fever. Fever in the morning. A fever all through the night.
1: Okay, welcome to episode eleven of Dynasty Fever Podcast. I'm Brian, he's Scott, and uh, we're coming to you one day later on a Wednesday, so we're going to tweak things a little bit today. We're going to talk a little bit about what happened week four, and then a little bit about what might happen in week five. Scott, how are you doing?
0: Uh, I'm doing good today. I'm doing good. uh, Overall, it was a good week for me. Um, Yeah, and it's cool, you know, we kind of see what we got now, so a lot less guessing right now, so. Yeah. Yeah. Four weeks in, we're about a quarter of the way
1: through the season. And, uh, you know, I think whether or not you're going to be a contender is starting to take shape a little bit. And Mm -hmm. uh, what we're seeing, you know, the data that we're seeing from usage and um, and what the different players are doing, I think, is starting to take shape as well. So uh, can probably make some decisions going forward.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. I made a made a few big trades this week. Um, sold Matt Stafford for Fields, a second, and Ronald Jones, which was I don't I did not really want him, but it was part of the package. So mm-hmm. uh, made another move. I got Teddy B before I took that offer, just to kind of as a placeholder in case. But yeah, you know, it's, I like this week because I, I think a lot of players were. Um, like fantasy managers were a little bit more comfortable this week in, in trading and stuff. I got a lot of deals done. So,
1: oh, that's good. Yeah. I, I didn't get much done uh, myself. I moved uh, Ben Roethlisberger for 2022 20, second.
0: That's good. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Well, let's get right into the games then on Thursday night. Cincinnati 24, Jacksonville 21. Another. Bad week for Lawrence. Another good week for J-Rob. Uh, mm-hmm. Chark's injury is big news. Uh, yeah. Some Bengals receivers do well as Burrow throws for 348. What do you want to talk about?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence, I, he hasn't, I, I guess you expected him to be uh, the most NFL ready and probably um, producing more than he is right now. But um, I mean, I don't think like I've heard some things like, oh, he might be a bust. I saw not a lot, but I've seen a few, a few of those rumblings. And I mean, the talent is evident. Um, I think Urban Meyer is a rookie along with him. And I do think um, probably towards like the second half of the season, he's going to be fine. What okay. are your thoughts on
1: Lawrence? Um, I think probably the same, uh, you know, I'm a little disappointed in how slow it's been, but you know, he does, like you said, have a rookie head coach the the team overall is really, uh, not so great. Uh, you know, but we'll see. He, I think, you know, he'll, he'll improve. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, big news Chark, uh, DJ Chark fractures his ankle. He's on IR. Is he out yeah. for the year?
0: You know, uh, Let me look. Uh, I'm looking up these stats or uh, DJ Sharks injury. Like, do you think this helps Visca or Reverend Jones more?
1: I'd say probably uh, uh, both take a bit of a a value spike for sure. Um, You know, both were having a couple good weeks this this season. Jones, you know, had a down week just this past week with only three catches for 24 yards. Uh, Chenault saw six for 99 yards. So if Week Four is any indication, you know it might uh, it might go Visca's way. What do you think? Mm-hmm.
0: I think I think Visca is going to get a little bit of an uptick, but I, I think if you're a Marvin Jones owner, you probably are going to benefit the most out of out of owner, Although sometimes that works opposite um, when the one goes down, the two struggles um, because they're not getting as favorable of a matchup. So. Mm. But I do think his targets are going are gonna to probably go up. And from what I'm reading, I mean, they're still unclear on Shark. I'm sure if he comes back, it would be really late. I don't expect them to be, you know, rushing him back. I don't think they would – you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think they'd probably be safe, so. Okay. Uh, anything to talk about on the Bengals' side? Uh, I love watching Joe Burrow play football. <laughs> That's for sure. Hmm. I think Uzoma. Um, you know, when when Higgins comes back and stuff, I think that uh, I think that's a fluke game. I, if you have him, definitely try to get. Like, even if I were to get a third from for him, I think I'd be pretty happy about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I don't, I don't expect uh, another week like that. You probably want to sell now if you can.
0: Right, Boyd, um, one of the guys that I always pass on and always um, kick myself for it, you know. Mm-hmm. I have him, like, in one spot, but, uh, yeah, underrated, man, and another great game.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got a bunch of void. Um, you know, I think on the teams that I have him, uh, I'm holding, and I've really nothing, uh, you know, I'm mostly contending on those teams. So, yeah.
0: Right. I'm, I love what I see from Chase so far. I think he's going to probably be – and start up drafts this offseason he'll probably be a top five wide receiver i'd imagine
1: okay so next week jacksonville is home against tennessee what can we expect from the jacksonville offense against tennessee
0: you're firing up chanel marvin jones and um obviously you're gonna fire up james robinson too who's been um you know, I traded two seconds for him in our Prestige Worldwide uh, Dynasty League, expecting him to be like a better flex option, even with ETN. So, um, it's unfortunate what happened to ETN. I have a lot of shares of him as well, mm. but um, yeah, I mean, he's a great running back to to own. You know, so sorry about the dog, there, folks. No, that's all right.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, uh, when when doors close on my oh, floor, no.
0: yeah. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, she was sleeping in them when you're done. <laughs> sorry about here. that. Yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah, I get it. Uh
1: so next week uh Cincinnati is home for Green Bay. Mm-hmm. What do we what do we expect to see there?
0: Uh I actually like this game a lot for uh fantasy purposes. Um I think I could end up turning into a, a shootout, so uh you know cincinnati the the defense is and i like terrible terrible but i mean um i i think like they can score enough to keep green bay throwing a lot and uh it could get interesting mm. to be honest
1: yeah for sure uh let's see here um wait uh before we move on real quick uh i don't know too too much about defenses and i probably should know more <laughs> <laughs> Jair, uh, Jair Alexander on Green Bay, you think he will be shadowing Chase or yeah, so like just Jair, play one side of the field?
0: Jair has like a very strange uh, – I'm not even sure what the technical term for it would be. The way he lines up as a defensive back is is unique. So I don't think he will foul Chase around, especially if Higgins is healthy. I think he lines up on the left side of that defense, right side, if you're looking at it from an offensive point of view. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think he's just going to take whoever's over there, like, um, you know, like Chedavious White.
1: Right on. Okay, so next is Kansas City 42, Philadelphia 30. Uh, Mm -hmm. After losing to the Chargers, uh, KC bounces back. Another good day for CEH. Five touchdowns for Mahomes. Down day for Kelsey. Hertz puts up some gaudy numbers. Uh, what do you want to talk about?
0: Yeah, great fantasy uh game for sure. Uh, you know, Mahomes when he has to because at, at one point Philly was um in the lead, I believe. Uh so yeah, Mahomes is gonna Mahomes. I think I'd still want Murray right now for fantasy purposes, but I mean you really can't go wrong either way, but. CEH has been impressive, for sure. It's uh, two 100 yard games, and mm-hmm. Philadelphia's run defense isn't isn't terrible. I'm not sure if they had any key defensive tackle injuries or anything, um, but yeah, that's a good that's a good sign. 14 for 102 against a pretty good rush defense,
1: and, and uh, uh, the cheetah Tyreek Hill 11 catches, cool. 186 yards, and three touchdowns. This is why you roster the guy, because weeks like this will
0: happen. Absolutely. The guy, uh, when he hits like that, I mean, pretty much wins you a week unless you have, like, multiple injuries or something. But unbelievable, yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: Hertz looked pretty good, Uh, 387 Mm -hmm. yards and a couple touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was definitely like having to try to keep up with Mahomes, but I thought – I didn't think he looked bad – As I was watching on red zone, you know, um, some of the situation, I I thought he looked pretty good uh, even before they were down big. So, I don't know. Hartz is a guy I'm a little bit nervous about. I did like him coming out of college, but it's like, I don't know. He he could still go either way for me, but I'm liking this offense for sure. Speaking of
1: the rest of the offense, uh, what is going on with the running backs in
0: Philadelphia? It is um, it's bad because like I I traded for Miles Sanders before that Monday night matchup I believe it was against Dallas, mm-hmm. and he had like I don't know two carries for thirty yards or something. Uh, I like Gainwell and I definitely see why they want to put him in the game, but I also think Sanders um, could really relieve some pressure on Hurts, so uh, it's not good. If you're, like, I, I'm kind of in a mild panic situation with Sanders. Um, but, you know, I'm hoping, like, he's he's still going to score touchdowns and stuff. And I, I do think that they're going to try to get that run game going more so. I think it's just something, you know, it's a new head coach who's new to being a head coach. And uh, I think he likes to throw and, and all that. But I do think he's going to um, tone it down a little bit and maybe – stick with the run a little longer because it's i mean it, it's working like n- normally i mean sanders has is, is got a pretty good yard per carry he did it on this day but um i would expect him to be a little bit more patient with it try to get pressure off of hertz okay yeah uh, do you, you think sanders is a buy low yeah i would i'd be careful i mean i wouldn't pay more than a very late first, but I even then that it would that'd probably make me pause. I I would buy him for a second for for certain. Okay. Um and De, I mean Devontae Smith, I I love uh I, I think like Devonta was the one B to chase one A, or maybe you can even switch that and I I I'm loving him.
1: And Jalen Rieger is nowhere. Yeah, I you know I think he's uh I'm I I'm out on Rager. hmm Yeah, you know, he's really not showing up uh in these first few weeks. Don't think uh he's somebody you can rely on. I mean, I'll still stash him. He's not a you know, not a guy that I'm looking to drop or anything, but uh but yeah, I'm right. I'm, like, I'm not playing him for sure unless there's some injuries.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't, like I've I've watched him closely a few times this season. Uh and then in, in, in the preseason. And so, I mean, some of his route running is great at times. You know, other times he, he can't separate. So I'm not sure if it's a work ethic thing or whatever, but it's just something that I I caught while watching.
1: And both Philly tight ends have a pretty good day. Uh, Goddard finds the end zone. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a couple weeks here where both tight ends, you know, do pretty well as far as tight ends go. Uh, yeah. But you'd rather have Goddard though.
0: I'd rather have Goddard uh for, for age, obviously. Um but yeah, it's kind of like uh Hernandez and um Gronkowski White, you know. Okay. I think I think they're both certainly
1: startable, yeah. Okay. Uh next week, uh Kansas City against your Buffalo Bills, whose defense yeah. uh defense has looked pretty good so far this year, uh, are yes. you concerned about a down week for any of the Kansas City players?
0: Uh, I No, I think the Stars are going to eat. I think um, Kelsey's probably going to go for 100 yards, if not close to it, probably a touchdown. I think Hill makes a couple um, big plays. Poyer was hurt last week, and I'm not sure – if he's going to be ready to go, so um, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I, I think that you got to temper expectations a little bit. Buffalo's defensive line looks much improved. Their linebacker play has been really good. Um, you know that Teron Johnson, their slot corner, Levi Wallace is is the beatable one, but um, he's he's not terrible. You know, he's been making some plays too. So. But I do think, like, they're not probably going to give you, like, the weak winning performances. Like, Tyreek Hill just went for three touchdowns. But I don't think they're going to kill you either. Okay. And for Philadelphia, they are at
1: Carolina, uh, whose defense was pretty good through the first few weeks. uh, Didn't do too, too well against Dallas. Uh, What can we expect from
0: the Philly offense against Carolina? run (laughs) uh yes it's it's a terrible matchup i they just got stefan gilmore i don't know if he's gonna play or not they got a first round talented db from jacksonville for like one of their tight ends um Mm. yeah i am uh if you can avoid playing philadelphia players i would highly recommend it okay uh moving forward,
1: uh my New York Jets 27 uh and Tennessee 24 in overtime. Uh took a took a missed field goal for for that to happen, but mm-hmm. Zach Wilson and the Jets get their first win. Uh Tannehill doesn't look bad considering he had both receivers out. Another right. big day for Derrick Henry. Um, you know, Wilson looked a, a little better. And Carter's getting used more. What do we want to talk about?
0: Yeah, I think Tannehill. He went thirty for forty nine, two ninety eight, and one with no uh, no wide receivers. So I think that speaks volumes. That uh, you know Tannehill's a really he's a really good quarterback in the NFL. Um, he's his upside is going to be capped with Derrick Henry, but. For like the price you were getting him at in his production so far, it's hard to be mad.
1: Okay, so let's talk about Derrick Henry. There was a (laughs) a bunch of people in the Dynasty community were kind of lower, including myself. uh, We're lowering him in our rankings because we figured he's reaching that funky age around 26 or so, I think, uh, where running backs maybe start to take a dip. Uh, You maybe Mm -hmm. try to sell. A lot, of, a lot of usage, a lot of mileage in the last few years that maybe, yeah. you know, you get ahead of the curve and you you try to sell some Derrick Henry. But he's been an absolute beast this year. Uh, the usage doesn't seem to be a, a big deal. He's still producing big.
0: However, mm-hmm. if you're in a rebuild, do you still sell? In a rebuild, I, I would. But, I mean, I would want... I would want to, like, you know, Todd Bailey. I not want to undersell him at all. Um, I'd want a young – maybe you maybe can get, like, uh, J.K. Dobbins and a few first-round picks, you know. I think Dobbins coming back from the injury will be okay. So, like, you could target a younger back, mm-hmm. um, get multiple, you know, draft capital or maybe even a elite young wide receiver if you have another hole. But, yeah, I mean – If you're rebuilding, you would definitely want to sell him, but take your time. It's not like he's going to fall off a cliff right now and, uh, you know, find the right deal. Okay. Anybody interest you
1: among McNichols, Rogers, and Reynolds? Uh, You know, all of them benefit from the two big wide receivers being Mm -hmm. out. Uh, You know, rosters are deep in Dynasty. Anybody looking good to you?
0: Uh, I like, I'm interested in, in Rogers a little bit. Um, but other than that, no, I mean, it, it's just AJ Brown, Julio out. I don't think Nick Nichols gets eight targets. If, if they don't, I don't, am not really interested in, uh, I'm not overreacting to it.
1: Okay. Anything on the, Uh, The lowly (laughs) Jets, even though they won, Jets side worth talking about. Uh, I've seen – I looked at the trend for Michael Carter's snap percentage and opportunities. They're Mm -hmm. trending well. They're going up. Um,
0: You know, he could be taking over this backfield. He certainly could. I think – yeah, I mean, he's up against Coleman. Coleman's solid, but uh, very, you know, underwhelming in my opinion. He'll have some good games, but yeah, I think Carter is definitely going to take over this backfield and uh, he he's looking good. You can still buy him right now. So I would try to. Okay. And then you, uh, you watched uh, some film on Wilson said he looked good. I thought he looked, yeah, really good. I mean, he's, you know, still rookie, but um, made some unbelievable throws that touchdown pass to Corey Davis. I mean, he scrambled out of the pocket. Directed traffic and, uh, you know, hit him down the field for a touchdown. I thought it was, (laughs) I was impressed. Yeah. He's gonna, I mean, that kid is, uh, kind of a gunslinger mentality right now, kind of a Josh Wilson vibe, (laughs) Josh Wilson, Josh Allen vibe to him as far as, uh, the throws he tries to make at times, but, um, I thought, like, overall, I mean, he's just – he's a playmaker. You could see the arm talent is evident. And I think that – I like the Jets' coaching staff overall. And uh, I like him probably as the third-best quarterback out of that class, maybe even the second.
1: Okay. And uh, Corey Davis, uh, good week this week. Um, Uh Four catches, 111 yards, and a touchdown, helped by that big play you were just talking about. He seems to be the Jet to have. It's not saying much, you know, if you're a contender and you're looking to round, you know, round out that roster stock up on depth, is he somebody you're, you're looking into?
0: I don't know if I'd buy him now. I was all over him in like the summer um, because, I mean, you could get him as like your third flex option mm. on your team. So, I mean, right now you're probably going to pay – I don't think his value's necessarily gonna go up from here, so you're kind of buying it a ceiling.
1: Okay, uh, next week, the Jets are technically at Atlanta, but that game is in London, Atlanta. not a great defense. uh you looking to fire up any jets next week?
0: yeah, i'm I'm looking'm I'm, I'm definitely probably playing Corey Davis as a flex my third receiver. I have no problem starting uh, Zach Wilson in one redraft league. Um, he's he's my second quarterback in there, and my two is hurt. So I have him. I'm not really too concerned or worried about starting Zach Wilson. Um, that's probably about it, though. I'm not sure on Elijah Moore's health status, but I, I'm not trying to play him unless I absolutely have to right now. Okay. And Tennessee – Goes on
1: the road against lowly Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. Uh, Could be a game where we see Henry eat uh, a little bit more against a a not-so-great Jacksonville team. What do we see there?
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, God, if if Derrick Henry hit 200 yards uh, this week, it it would not shock me. So I'm not sure. Their receivers kind of seem a little bit beat up. Um, and I think they're going to lean on, uh, I think it's going to be a lot of Derrick Henry, but I'm also not worried about starting Tannehill in this matchup either. He probably throws a pair of touchdowns.
1: Okay. And for the first time in history, the jets and giants both win an overtime game on the same day, New York yes. giants, 27, new Orleans, 21, Daniel Jones goes for four Oh two in the air and a rushing yeah. touchdown. Another another good week for Saquon Galladay's best game. Uh, Kadarius Tony Uh no receptions for Alvin Kamara, but 120 mm-hmm. yards on the ground. Anything you want to talk about here?
0: Yeah, uh, Daniel Jones is looking looking good, and he's got that rushing upside too. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: as a quarterback, two in a dynasty, I'm satisfied with them. If I got offered, let's say they wanted my Baker Mayfield and they're going to give me like Daniel Jones and maybe a late second or something. I would consider it. I don't know if I would do it just because I think Baker's more secure. Uh, but I, I definitely could see, I, I wouldn't be mad if somebody ranked Daniel Jones ahead of Baker, you know? Yeah, I could see that. And we'll talk about Baker's
1: down week in, in a little bit uh Saquon starting to look like himself I think the buy window is closed now yeah. uh and I think if you were patient you're going to see uh you're going to see uh Saquon being Saquon
0: Yeah he's a you know he's probably the, if he's fully healthy and he has no ill effects from from his injury I think he's the best running back in the league in, in real life and probably fantasy football as long as like the offensive line holds up. Um just that you know he's a phenomenal talent. And yeah, I think he's managers now are gonna want full price for him. So I mean I don't mind buying him, but you're not getting a discount or anything. So Right on.
1: Uh Kenny holiday has his best game yet. Shepard and Slayton were out. Mm-hmm. Uh what are what are you we thinking about Galladay now?
0: I uh, I like him because he was I, you know you could he could be had for a second round pick uh, a couple weeks ago. I mean, he's not like he's not going to win you any weeks. He's just very solid like wide receiver three, maybe even he can become like a, a wide receiver two on your team. And uh, I thought you know it's going to take. A, he was hurt and stuff. His hip was a problem, and this see. Six catches for over a hundred yards is very encouraging. And I uh, you know, I, I think I think long term if I'm a contender and you bought him in your offseason because people wanted nothing to do with him, um, I think you're holding him. And um, I think he's a solid player. Okay. And Kadarius Tony, six
1: catches, seventy-eight yards. The Giants drafted him in the first round. The fantasy community wasn't big on it. Some scouts were. Uh, He was pretty much nowhere to be found,
0: um, but he
1: gets some run and produces.
0: Yeah. So I'd I'd probably buy for a mid second. My problem with Tony is that it's going to be a learning process if they use him on the outside. And when Shepard is healthy, Shepard operates primarily out of the slot. He's not somebody that you'd want to start in fantasy football if he's forced to the outside. So I'm a little bit just worried about, who's, you know, the the usage and, and who's getting what opportunities, you know, As if like Shepard's getting the majority of the slot s- snaps, but then Tony gets them in the red zone. Um, you know, that's a problem for Shepard owners. So you think,
1: uh, you think Slayton's snaps will go down if Tony begins to be trusted?
0: Maybe towards the end of the year. I, I just think that, uh, Kadarius Tony was projected as mainly slot mm-hmm. type of wide receiver. It's who Urban Meyer wanted the draft um, to put in his slot as well. So I, I mean, I I was talking to some people because I honestly don't know the answer to the question and whether or not Tony can play outside. Mm. So, but people think that he can, but he can't write the second it's going to be a pretty steep learning curve for him but that eventually he could develop into an outside guy if they do keep uh shepherd around so it's just interesting i i I definitely buy for a mid to late second um and and Uh, see what you got there but I, i do think you know it's gonna take it's gonna take like probably a few weeks here to um to know how they're gonna use both of them when they're both on the field okay
1: uh, on the New Orleans side, uh, Jameis Winston only twenty three attempts, two two hundred twenty six yards, a touchdown. Uh, I think he can't wait for Michael Thomas. Uh, but my question, what to you uh, today was, do they not trust the receivers, or do they not trust
0: Jameis Winston? Yeah, I think it's a bit of both. Um, yeah, I, I I do. I just I think it's a bit of both. My Winston's better than Hill. There's no doubt about it. However, Sean Payton just has a weird like loyalty thing with them. Hill had a good day. I think he, he he seemed to be more involved this week. So it's like something to monitor. I don't think they would make a change, but it wouldn't shock me with with Sean Payton and and the Taysom Hill love either. All right, so in week five, uh, the Giants
1: go on the road against Dallas, whose defense has played better than some people thought it would. Mm -hmm. Uh, What can we expect from the Giants' offense next week?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm probably looking for another option over Kenny Galladay, so I'm usually faced with the decision on my teams. Kenny Galladay, Michael Pittman, or Kenny Galladay, or – Antonio Brown or Kenny Galladay or Corey Davis. So I'm probably picking most of the guys over Kennedy Galladay because Diggs and Dallas is playing phenomenal Mm -hmm. right now. Uh, Micah Parsons, their defense is much improved. So I'm looking to sit Galladay if possible. Okay.
1: And new Orleans on the road at the Washington football team. What can new Orleans do against what, uh, is a pretty good uh, pass rush.
0: It is, but you know, I was watching some film um, on Washington recently, like the, from this, from Week Four, and there there were a lot of snaps where Chase was not being double teamed, and he was not getting pressure. Um, he got a lot of pressure on some stunts where they would, you know, they would um, send the you know the defensive tackle outside, and he'd come in, come through the inside, and he was getting pressure that way but he's not necessarily as scary as I think we thought he was going to be this year. I'm not saying like he's a bust or anything. It just I don't think for this particular season right now, it's as good as we thought it was going to be.
1: Okay. Uh, Cleveland 14, Minnesota seven in a low scoring affair. Yeah. Uh, Baker only throws for 155 yards. Both Browns yeah. running backs are still pretty good. Right. Uh an off day for Dalvin Cook and Jefferson continues to produce. Where do you want to go first here?
0: Yeah, Baker, I mean he's a he's a quarterback, too. We missed um you know, we missed a lot of throws. I was I was kind of surprised that he struggled so much, but Uh yeah, it's a yucky game for fantasy football. Uh Chubb and Hunt it's going to be annoying and infuriating. <laughs> yeah. I own both, uh, you know, on different teams. So, I mean, I got, you don't really complain because one of them's going to score, you know, at least Chubb's always going to have like 100 yards. But I think it's two weeks in a row with a touchdown for Hunt. Yeah. The thing with Hunt is he's so dual threaded. You know, I mean, he can catch and run. Um, he could run effectively, and he, you know, he, he's really good out of the backfield. I don't think Chubb is as bad out of the backfield as people think, but it, yeah, I think when Chubb's in there on the goal line, the defense is is, is thinking it's definitely a it's definitely going to be a run, or it's, it's it's more likely to be a run. And Hunt, you really just don't know. Mm. Um, Obj, I mean, it was a bad week. Yeah, he was missed on two touchdowns from Baker. Where he was open. He, he looks good. I mean, he was getting separation and stuff. So it, I could understand why sell him based on volume in this offense. But wait for the multiple touchdown performance because I think he'll get one in the next couple of weeks.
1: Okay. Dalvin Cook said to the media, I expect me to be me, and I'm going to play today and, you know, do well. And nine carries for 34 yards, two catches for 10 yards. Mm-hmm. Oof! Uh, not a great week for if you ran out uh, cook on your fantasy team. Right. Um, one week thing injury to monitor. What do we think?
0: Yeah, I think like, the coaching staff is just being cautious and saving him from himself. I'm sure if he had his way, he probably would have had 25 carries. But why? Well, I mean, why risk it? Really this early in the season, it's a long. It's an even longer season now. So I think they were just being careful. I'm not really looking into the performance at all it sucks if you had him but yeah and he's gonna be fine
1: okay so next week uh cleveland goes at the la chargers uh who who held the raiders to 14 points on monday night who Mm -hmm. who performed well against kansas city receivers except for kelsey Uh, What are we looking for in Cleveland? Just a a run-heavy
0: day again, or what? Yeah, I think they're going to run, try to wear down Boza and the linebackers. I don't think that Baker is going to be under as much pressure as um, Derek Carr was against the Chargers. And um, I'm not really scared to play anybody in this matchup on either side. Okay. And Minnesota home against Detroit. Are you running
1: Cook back out there?
0: Yeah. I, unless he like the if he doesn't get a fully partici- like a full participation in practice this week, I would be a little bit more hesitant, but I'm expecting him to probably get close to his usual uh opportunities in this
1: one. Yeah, I like s- this matchup. Oops, sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. We saw Montgomery, as we'll talk about in a couple minutes, have a have a good week against Detroit. I I think Cook can probably do the same.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I actually I like this uh, matchup for fantasy as a whole. I think there's a there's going to be opportunity for like a like mild like a not a shootout shootout like a. Rams and Kansas city shoot out that one year, but I could see it being like 28, 25 or, or 31, 28. So that, I mean, that's decent number for fantasy points there. And I think uh, Kirk cousins and golf are good enough to, you know, go back and forth. So this is another matchup. I'm not afraid if you want to play somebody in it, or you have them playing people that aren't on either of these teams, you're not going to like, Oh, I got to sit this guy or anything.
1: Okay. Uh, Indiana, 27, Miami, 17. Uh, mm-hmm. Good day for JT, 16-103-1. Pittman continues to be the wide receiver one there. Uh, productive day for Gesicki. What do you want to talk about first?
0: Yeah, Wentz looked back to himself. I'll just note that. that mm-hmm. I think he's, uh, his health has made a, an improvement. And then the, the, the their backfield is infuriating as well with Hines and, and uh, Jonathan Taylor. So they lost uh, Quentin Nelson. They're all pro guard. So that's something to kind of keep an eye on. I don't know if they ran JT more and didn't give Hines any touches, if they had anything to do with it or not. So it's definitely something that you're going to want to keep an eye on. Uh, this this next week. I don't think Nelson is out for the year, but he's definitely out for the next two games. Okay.
1: And in week five, uh, Indianapolis uh, is at Baltimore. What do we make of that matchup for Indianapolis?
0: Indianapolis first Baltimore. I guess uh, I had temporary expe- expectations for the, for the run game, I think think that right now you would want to challenge Baltimore through the air more. So I, I have a feeling that Pittman is going to have his breakout soon. I would be trying to buy now. Um, he was missed on a couple on a few touchdowns within the last two weeks. So I, I mean I think it's coming.
1: Okay, And Miami goes on the road as well against mm-hmm. Tampa Bay.
0: What do we expect from Miami next week? Uh, I would be concerned only because of Miami's offensive line. I think they're beatable through the air. So I mean, I'd still be playing Waddle if Fuller is playing. I would play, or he's probably not going to play this week. Uh, but I would also be comfortable playing the Devonte Parker. I'm not scared of Richard Sherman, who they signed. So. Okay. Uh,
1: Dallas 36, Carolina 28. Sam Darnold seems to be look at this a good quarterback when he's away from Adam Gase in the jets big yeah. day for DJ Moore. uh Dalton Schultz continues to produce in uh in what is a thin tight end pool uh mm-hmm. good day for Zeke uh on the ground 143 yards and a touchdown uh what do you want to talk about first
0: yes yeah, Sam Darnold uh given uh, you know a uh, respectable offensive line and weapons around him is is a stud. I don't blame like New York Jets just for the money situation and stuff to, to go ahead and draft Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I liked Arnold a lot in Carolina. I somebody was saying like he's a one read quarterback still and I, I think that's uh I don't I don't think that's correct. I think he's I think he's good. he just he had no time in 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 New York to throw, he really didn't have many weapons. So, yeah, I mean, if you have him, you're happy. He was, you could you could have had him in the off season for a very good price. So, yes, that's true. DJ Moore, um,
1: garbage time helped, but a good day. He's looking very good so far this season. Seems mm-hmm. to be a guy that you know. Uh, if I'm a contender, I'm certainly holding, and if Worthy. I'm in the rebuild, I'm probably holding too. Um, Although, you know, yes. some people might want to might want to sell considering the values high, but you think the stock will go up.
0: I think it's I think it's going to keep going up as like this is their it was their fourth game together, Darnold and D.J. Moore. It's the second year in this offensive system, so I don't see any reason that he's hit his ceiling. Mm hmm. So, yeah, I'm holding either way, as you said. Because I mean, even if you wanted to trade him, you should probably still hold because his value is literally going up by the week. So, okay.
1: Uh, Dak Prescott only, th- only completes 14 passes, but mm-hmm. four of them go for touchdowns. Uh, so, he kind
0: of saved what was otherwise a down day there. It was a big day for Zeke. Yeah, it was. Zeke looks phenomenal. And it, they have us in a neutral game script or a uh, positive for their positive game script for them where they're in the lead. Uh, it's a little bit concerning if you have you know Ceedee Lamb, uh, Amari Cooper, because uh, I think if they can run, they're going to they're going to take it easy on deck right now. Mm. Okay. Uh,
1: Dalton Schultz. Uh, he is definitely the tight end one in Dallas. I thought Jarwin was going to be six mm-hmm. catches, 58 yards, uh, and a touchdown, another solid game. Uh, is he somebody that you might want to, maybe, especially if you're in a rebuild, see what you can get for him?
0: Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would before Gallup comes back. I think if you're in a rebuild, um, if you don't have anything else that, I don't know. I don't think he's a bad option even when Gallup comes back. I, I He's going to take a little bit of a, a downgrade. But, I mean, when they get him designed, like they, they call design plays for him and stuff, he's very quick. He's a lot quicker than Jarwin. I think that's why you're seeing uh, him get the looks over him right now. But yeah, if you want to sell him, do it now before Gallup returns. Okay. Uh, next week, Dallas at home
1: versus the Giants. What do we see for Dallas in that
0: game? Fire! I would fire anybody up. I think uh, I think they're gonna beat the Giants pretty handily. However, but um, so it might be like a second half is gonna be a Zeke show. Hmm. But I'm not like there's nothing concerning to me in that
1: matchup. Okay, and Carolina home for Philadelphia. All systems go for Darnold, DJ Moore, and uh,
0: that's about it, right? Yeah, Philly's actually pretty good against uh, wide receivers, so I, I might not be looking to st- – I'm probably not starting Terrace Marshall, and I'm probably looking to avoid Robbie Anderson as well. Okay, and obviously uh, Christian McCaffrey
1: back at practice today in a limited role oh, – wow. um, in- yeah, he may play Sunday. Uh obviously yeah. it's one of those things where like, well, it's McCaffrey, maybe you mm-hmm. have to play him. Or is this kind
0: of something where eh, maybe that first week back, I'll
1: I'll I'll see what else I got.
0: Yeah, I'd be concerned playing him. I it's <laughs> it is though. I mean, like who you have you bench him for who, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh I honestly, I mean I, I guess I've only uh, lost one game. Like, I have him in in two leagues, and I won both the leagues where I won both games where he got injured, and then this week. So I'm like, you know what? If I'm Carolina, please, please sit him. (laughs) You know, like, don't, why risk it? Yeah. No, you guys are in great shape, and, uh, you you know, like, just don't, please don't hurt him. (laughs) Please. (laughs)
1: Okay, Chicago 24, uh, Detroit 14, uh, a down day for my boy DeAndre Swift, uh, yeah. pretty good day for a few receivers on Detroit, mm-hmm. fields not great, but certainly uh, better than the week against Cleveland, big day for Montgomery, uh, pretty good day for Mooney, where do you want to go first?
0: I guess I will just start with the quarterback and Goff looks he looks decent you know I was it's not Chicago's not necessarily uh like a super favorable matchup and I think Goff it, like he was almost free even in like two quarterback um a two quarterback dynasty league I got Goff like really late you know so you're you're happy with him I think Swift like He's another one, like maybe just sit him down for a week, like no practice, no game action, and just let that thing heal up for a week, you know? But mm. I don't think it's anything like Jamal Williams has earned more opportunities than, than Swift or anything like that. I think Swift is the better, clearly the better playmaker and all that. So I'm not okay. concerned as far as like he might be losing opportunities as a coach's decision, I think it's just, they're trying not to get him hurt.
1: What do we want to make of Khalif Raymond? He's a small guy. He's fast. I called him as a sleeper of the week, a couple of weeks last year. Uh, mm-hmm. and I missed on the weeks that I called it. And then he kind of had a big day on uh, a week that I, I, I didn't call it. He improved his route running. He's now on Detroit this year, which yeah. doesn't have great wide receivers. So it really could be mm-hmm. anybody's, uh, anybody's you know a job to have as far as the the favorite target what do we make of khalif raymond
0: yeah i like i'd be holding him in either whether or not you're a contender or in a rebuild you should probably hold there's as you said they got cephas who's not like a huge playmaker usually i mean actually he made a couple big plays in this one but he's uh he can jump really high and he comes down with a contested catches you know so i'm actually impressed with both of these guys I, goff missed him he would have had three touchdowns mm. um i think detroit's gonna be thrown a lot this year as i said so yeah you might as well just hold them and, and see what you got right now
1: okay and two weeks hawkinson has five catches in 52 yards over weeks four uh three and four mm-hmm. after after good weeks in week one and two <laughs> Obviously, you know, if you have them, you're running them out there. But uh, are you concerned about this offense? Um,
0: my one worry about Hawkinson is that he is the threat in the passing game over any of the wide receivers. So they're going to get away with bracket, bracket coverages um, on him. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of concerning. But Cephas and, you know, like, like – St. Brown is stepping up. Raymond is doing decent. Swift is good out of the backfield. Javante Williams is good out of the backfield. So I think uh, Detroit's actually doing a pretty good at countering that, um, which, which is good for Hawkinson because eventually he should open up a little more, you know. Okay.
1: Justin Fields, uh, 209 yards, no touchdowns and interception. I was expecting a little more against uh detroit but you watched him a little bit and you said uh you saw some good things
0: yeah there's a lot of conservative play calling but he made i mean he made some incredible throws especially to mooney um and he i mean he made a couple of great throws to alan robinson as well they they called the very conservative play calling all throughout that game Mm -hmm. Uh, but i do think with the opportunities that fields was given he made the most out of them pretty much um pretty Much like mistake free, you know. I like 10 times better than he was last year. You, you could definitely see progress um, within a week's time. So,
1: okay. Uh, Monty 23 106 and two touchdowns. Uh, good to see him have a big day. He was playing with the lead against uh, uh, a good matchup for him. Uh, mm-hmm. is he a guy that you're interested in at all if you're looking to add? a running back and say you've had uh, an injury and Mm. um, you're you're hoping that you can round out the roster a little bit and and uh, and hope that he has some good good matchups considering uh, you know they might be conservative with the rookie quarterback or is he a guy that you know definitely needs a good matchup to be good and is a guy that you know you kind of want to stay away from Oh, well, he's out now for three to five weeks.
0: Oh, is he? Uh, I didn't even see that. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah, he uh, yeah, he extended his knee. Um, so yeah, I think they they said anywhere sp- between three to five weeks that he's expected oh, out. I sound like an asshole now. Well, no, I mean, well, <laughs> so now you're gonna get like maybe a, a a manager is um panicking. Maybe you can find a guy who is Montgomery in one of your leagues or something that. Maybe has a losing record. Um, you might get a little bit of a discount, and I would jump all over that if you, you know, if you can afford to be without him for for a few weeks. Okay. I would probably expect them to keep him out. Well, it's kind of hard to say because it's gonna it's gonna depend on whether or not they're winning or not. You know, I would think if if they're winning, I think he probably misses four weeks. Or, or maybe even the five, if if they're losing, I would, I'd probably say like three, like the first part of that. So. Okay. So if the, I,
1: uh, if I have Damian Williams stashed on my bench, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm targeting the Montgomery
0: owner and seeing what I can get. Right. Yeah, I would be, I, I have them in a league where I cannot catch a break at my running back too. uh, so I I honestly I can't I can't even afford to really trade him. Yeah. But I don't think that they would give me a consistent starter for him. But you know, I was I was watching that game because of Fields, but I also noticed Damian Williams was getting in the mix um before Montgomery got hurt. Mm-hmm. So that that's a little bit interesting to me. And, and something I thought would be the case in the beginning of the year that wasn't materializing yet. And if they go with fields, you know, there's going to be funny of of work for, for both of them because they're going to try to pound the ball. Okay.
1: And Mooney and A-Rob. Mooney, five catches, 125 yards. I don't know. Is he starting to look like the wide receiver one in Chicago? Uh, A-Rob, three catches for 63 yards. Are you starting to worry about him?
0: I mean, you are uh... – yeah, I mean, of course, you're worried about A. representative right now. However, I think defenses now have to adjust for Mooney because Mooney is very good, and I don't think he's better than Allen Robinson. But yeah, but I mean, he could be. He's uh, he looks like a wide receiver one for sure. So I, I'd call it like a one A and one B, but it, I, that's going to be like a matchup thing because um, Robinson. I was watching. You know, they were they had a guy on both sides, you know, bracket and a lot. He still made a couple of great plays, but um, I think the defense is now like, I, as I said, they're going to have to, they're not going to be able to get away with just focusing in, in Allen Robinson, so I do think he's going to turn the corner, but then again, like, volume's a little bit of a concern as well, so maybe he's a guy that he has a couple, you're going to have to to get his full value, I think you're going to need him to have like two or three good games but if that happens and i think it i think it could um then maybe you look to sell them okay
1: uh next week chicago on the road against las vegas coming off the monday night loss and some short rest Mm -hmm. what are we expecting from chicago next week say field starts just a (laughs) lot a lot of running the ball with damian
0: williams yeah i would uh avoid this For Chicago players um I would maybe play yeah I I guess if I didn't have any other uh if I got injuries at running back and stuff and I got Damian Williams you're you're gonna play him because he's probably gonna get the ball 20 times and rushing and probably a few times out of the backfield but this is another situation where Fields is probably gonna be running for his life um and if Nagy well I don't think Nagy's actually calling the plays right now because they were um they were kind of getting him out of the pocket or moving the pocket this last week for Fields. But it's definitely a concerning matchup. And Gruden is, I mean, we've talked about it before, but Gruden's pretty good against uh, young quarterbacks.
1: Okay. And Specifically Detroit, running sorry.
0: quarterbacks, too. Okay. Start. Yeah, he's really good against um, running quarterbacks to shut him down. Okay. Detroit on the road against...
1: Minnesota. We saw Minnesota uh, give up a, a good day to two running backs on Cleveland uh, mm-hmm. this past week. Right. We're 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 looking for a bounce back game for Swift, assuming his groin is okay.
0: Yeah, if his if he's practicing, I mean, he's been questionable pretty much every week. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm firing him up still against Minnesota. I think actually like Minnesota's used to Jamal Williams, you know, so mm-hmm. um, maybe they like, they can, I mean, I'm sure they know how to defend him. Well, so.
1: Okay. Uh, your Buffalo bills 40 and the lowly Houston Texans zero, really yeah. nothing to talk about on the yeah. Texan side. I felt um, bad for the Bills. Yeah. Leg- leg- legitimately bad for them. Um, total of 87 yards. Wow. And mm-hmm. uh, so let's talk about the backfield for the Bills. Every, you know, mm-hmm. um, people were down on Moss first couple of weeks. He's bounced back and had a couple of good weeks. Singletary yeah. also got some run. Mm-hmm. Uh, You know, obviously they were playing with the lead. They could afford to run more. Mm-hmm. Um, Are we still giving the edge to Moss or is it going to be a week-to-week
0: thing? Yeah, I think it's whoever's – like I I think I said last week, it's like the hot-hand approach. However, I think Moss has got the touchdown upside over Singletary considerably. So I guess um, if you're going to play one or roster one, I would want Moss. He mm. seems to be the touchdown guy. But yeah. – uh, You know, they made a couple of changes on their offensive line going into this game. And that rookie tackle that they got, uh, Spencer Brown, I believe, he was taking, uh, he took a defensive end from Houston, clear across the field and into their own bench on a run play. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, that's, I I think like, I think the Bills rushing attack is completely revamped. So not necessarily the graveyard we thought it was going to be.
1: So let's talk, I mean, let's talk about two Bill's pass catchers that people were, were having some patience with one Mm -hmm. turned out pretty okay. So far the other, not Uh, Gabriel Davis, I will, I will own this one. I said he was a buy moving into this year. Mm -hmm. I totally saw him taking on a bigger role. I thought Sanders was just, you know, going to be, uh, some veteran depth to have around, and he has not worked out so far. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're not dropping him, but what do you make of Gabriel Davis?
0: Yeah, I mean, is it, like Gabriel Davis' season is going to have to probably be suspended until next year. Um, I don't know exactly like what they're seeing that they want Emmanuel Sanders. I thought Emmanuel Sanders would be like in four wide receiver sets. Yes. Um, and he's not, and, and Sanders looks good, and Allen looks for him, so I think, th- like, there's no problem with Gabriel Davis, like, I don't think he's, a, like, I don't think he's going to be useless, I just think that you're going to have to have patience, and I don't think Sanders will be here, like, next year, so when that happens, um, yeah, I think Gabriel Davis is going to it'll be worth the price that you paid for him this off season. It just sucks that you're going to have to wait.
1: Okay. And on the flip side, uh, if you were patient with Dawson Knox, things are looking good.
0: Yeah. I, that's a guy I was buying everywhere uh, as much as I could. And uh, yeah, I'm satisfied. I mean, he doesn't get a lot of targets, but uh, he gets very good targets when he is targeted.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and he's catching, you know, he's catching everything. It's, he can make some plays, too. I wish they would target him a little more in between the 20s because he's, you know, he's like a 4-5 or five tight end uh, 40 times. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, we – I don't know. I think we expect just, like, too much from rookies and stuff, especially, like, rookies on good teams you have to be patient with because they don't have to put them out there. Yeah. Uh, they can let them develop. And that's what you know what what a lot of the better teams do. So it's, you know, just yeah, patience. Like it, it could take these guys three years and stuff. There's a there's a lot that goes into it that we have no clue about on top of um the things that we that we do know. But yeah, some guys just don't come in and it just takes a long time to to get down uh a lot of the awareness that's necessary and and play up to that speed. So Mm, That's true. Yeah. Next week, Buffalo into
1: Arrowhead against Kansas city. What are you doing with the uh, Buffalo offense?
0: Yeah, I I think I'm playing everybody that I've been playing for, for Buffalo. Uh, the running backs might get a few extra carries because I'm, I'm thinking if they can keep Kansas city offense on the uh, sidelines, that's, that's a good deal and a win. Um, Obviously it's uh I want to see what Buffalo as a Bills fan I'm gonna talk. I just I'm I'm excited to see this, but uh I'm not scared of playing anybody in this matchup. I think good chance that the over under is gonna be probably the leader this week for total points. So
1: okay, and Houston at home against New England. I mean mm-hmm even Brandon cooks doesn't seem like a, a guy you want to start, uh, no. anymore. Are you, I, I mean, are you do? are you using anybody from Houston at this point?
0: Not against New England. I mean, I'm not like out on all of them for the rest of the season, especially. Well, I am out on them all, except for Brandon cooks, but and Tyrod if he comes back, um, but Davis Mills is, uh, he's in for a, a another, um, very difficult matchup i think buffalo and new england are two of the worst teams that you want to start a young quarterback against especially this one i mean he doesn't have he has brandon cooks and that's that's basically that's basically it mm-hmm. <laughs> so new england's gonna throw a lot of that zero blitz cl- crowding the line of scrimmage confusing the quarterback confusing their line and uh they're gonna lock down Cooks. so i don't need i don't know if they score Again.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh so in a come from behind win, Washington 34, Atlanta 30. Mm-hmm. heineke looking good, leading the team uh in a in a comeback. Uh Man. big day for Scary Terry. I mean, it was against Atlanta, but still some yeah. some good signs there. Quarterreal Patterson continues to be a thing. Crazy. And uh, you know, uh Pitts, four for fifty, you could do worse than than uh-huh. that, especially in a premium. What do you want to talk about first?
0: Yeah, I uh well let's, let's start with Washington. He, Heineken <laughs> Heineken. <laughs> uh Heineken is uh I love watching him play, man. He I mean he was like no fear, let's it rip. If he had a little bit more arm power, like he would be like probably like a top 15 quarterback. Um maybe even higher than that if he had like a, a good arm. But um yeah, and he and he's he's fast. I had no idea but He's uh until like this season that how how quick he was. Um so he's got rushing upside. Uh he's he's gonna take shots. So I, I'm liking this offense with or without Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay. All right, Uh,
1: let's talk about McKissick getting the receiving work, eating into uh, Antonio Gibson's ceiling. Yeah. Um, What do we make of this moving forward?
0: I mean, Gibson, it's – yeah, it's kind of – it's sad. I mean, like where you took him was in the third round. So, I mean, most likely he was your running back two. I don't think I had him as my running back one anywhere. But I was hoping that, you know, he would turn into a running back one. But, yeah, I mean, the Mick is just a good receiver mm-hmm. out of the backfield.
1: Okay. Uh, Scary Terry uh, has played with some not-so-great quarterbacks and continues to produce. Uh-huh. He, I mean, again, it was against Atlanta, but still, uh, he, you know, he, he, there really are no other um, wide receivers uh, for a defense Where? to focus on. And he's still – Catches six for 123 and two touchdowns. He is elite.
0: Yeah. Stud. Yeah, definitely a stud. Um quarterback proof, as we've seen. But you know, I mean Heineke's putting it on him too. So I I might like Heineke more than Fitzpatrick to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Of, so yeah, let's talk about in. oh I'm oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah, I just saying I'm all in on uh scary Terry. Let's talk about the enigma,
1: (laughs) Corderell Patterson. Uh, Six runs for 34 yards, five catches for 83 yards, and two touchdowns. No, three. Oh, three. three. I'm sorry. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You're right. Three touchdowns.
0: Uh,
1: Is is he a good sell candidate?
0: Absolutely. Um, I sold him in a redraft. Well, no, actually. It was a keeper. Uh, A keeper league, I sold them for uh, Lenny Fournette and Will Fuller. I smashed that. Uh, I I just don't see any way he keeps this up at 30%. The only thing I could see is that he starts getting more snaps because Mike Davis has uh, pretty much been shut down. Yeah. Uh, But he's, I mean, he's not a good runner. He's too, like, he's like way too tall to be like a running back and he runs that way. So I don't think he's going to take a lot of like rushing snaps away, but you know, he's lining up at wide receiver and a couple of those touchdowns and all that too. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, the snap count is just alarming. I, I just, he's not keeping this up. So, and, and the thing of it is like, if he has one bad game, his value bottoms out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm, I've been throwing out offers for him. I haven't been successful in actual dynasty yet. Uh, but I'm I'm definitely looking to trade at least one of my, I think I got them in two dynasties. So if I could trade one share and hold on to the other one in case I'm wrong, which is something I like to do a lot. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to get rid of one of them.
1: Okay. Let's talk about Calvin Ridley. Uh, you know, not a great day, but not a bad day. Uh, mm-hmm. Certainly people were expecting more without Julio this season. Uh is he a buy sort of low?
0: Yeah, I'm trying to buy him for sure right now. I don't know if the owner's gonna budge on him. I, I wouldn't trade him if I had him. I, I did get him for Mixon and Elijah Moore. And I'm I was happy about that and then rebuild um, yeah. But yeah, I mean he got 13 targets. I think his touchdowns are gonna come back. He's not like overly like. Fast or anything but he's like a, a really good route runner so uh with all those targets he i mean he can't make some plays on the field obviously too so but i'm not i'm not worried i just think that uh you know the defense is going out of their way to lock him down and as soon as Pitts gets going i think a little ridley is gonna um return to form okay and let's see here. Uh, week
1: five, Washington is home against New Orleans. Probably got to fire up uh, Gibson and TMC. Uh, are there any quarterbacks that you might start Heineke over? And is McKissick uh, a flex?
0: Uh, yeah, McKissick. Yeah, he's definitely a flex. Maybe even a running back two at times for uh, PPR purposes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm playing Heineke unless like I would play Heineke over Tannehill probably this this week. Um, especially if the the wide receivers are still injured. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of. He's in a good offense. He's got two um playmakers at at the running back position that he can throw to. He's got Scary Terry. They did lose Logan Thomas, but, I mean, um, and he, like, he takes his shots. And he, so, I mean, I think as a quarterback, too, I, I would play him over Baker. <laughs>
1: okay. You know? So. All this- right. And uh, Atlanta technically home, but in London versus the Jets. Uh, not a great defense on the Jets, um, although they, they did have, uh, you know, some good moments against Mm -hmm. Tennessee Uh, anybody uh, on Atlanta that you're either worried about or really looking forward to this matchup.
0: No, I'm not. I'm not worried. I I guess I'd probably maybe. um, I'm honestly, I don't know exactly where New York Jets rank against the running back position, but I guess if there was any like bad matchup, like Quinn and Williams um, always scares me. he's a he's a force in there but uh so as far as running backs go, but I'm not really worried about anybody too much in this matchup
1: okay uh Green Bay 27 Pittsburgh 17 Ben throws his 400th touchdown a productive day for Najee lots of uh, balls go Deontay Johnson's way uh somewhat of a quiet day for Devontae Adams Cobb steps up yeah a mediocre day for the running backs, although both, you know, go over over 90 yards um, from scrimmage. Uh, What do you want to
0: talk about with this game? Yeah, I'm really concerned about Ben. He's picked up, like, some kind of uh, hip injury and stuff, and there's, like – I don't know. I think he's breaking down before our eyes right now. So, uh, yeah, I have him in one league where I was hoping he would just – get me by for Trey Lance. Mm. Well, I don't know if he's going to even be able to do that. So I'm trying to get Mason Rudolph. I don't, don't think Haskins would be the guy right now. Yeah. Um, unless, like, Mason played awful, then they would look at him. But, yeah, well, you get a second. That I mean, that's a great trade there for sure. Okay. Uh,
1: good rushing day uh, for Najee, especially with the TD. He's starting to round into form and look pretty good. Yeah, Uh, volume's going to be there. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you make of Najee?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a he's a stud. Um, Definitely worth the price when you draft him in your rookie drafts. I'd be a little bit concerned, maybe if um, Ben does miss time and Mason comes in because I think Mason's going to challenge down the field more um, than than Big Ben. But yeah, he's. Nothing to worry about. Just hope that they get a better offensive line
1: (laughs) in the future. Okay. Uh, Deontay Johnson, nine catches, 92 yards and a TD. Mm -hmm. He is emerging as the clear number one there. Uh, Juju and Claypool were both a little banged up. Uh, At the same time, though, can we expect this much volume moving forward? And given the worries that you have at quarterback
0: what are you thinking about johnson uh yeah i think johnson is it doesn't matter to me whether like big ben or mason rudolph are the uh is the starting quarterback it doesn't it maybe even haskins i mean i would not want to see haskins there if i was a deontay or playpool owner but um Mm -hmm. he's consistent um yeah, I like I love Deontay. especially like he's always seems to be undervalued as well. You know, mm-hmm. so another day at the office for the Packers. Uh,
1: thing that stands out to me is Randall Cobb going for two touchdowns. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It just seems like week to week, you know, who the wide receiver two is uh, right. is going to change, and does it really matter because Devontae Adams is usually going to eat a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you make of uh, of the pass catchers there on uh, on Green Bay?
0: Yeah, I, I really don't want anybody but um, Devontae and Aaron Jones as far as skilled players for, for Green Bay. I, I do have MVS a bunch of places, but I, I really don't ever consider – like I don't imagine him to be startable unless it's emergency.
1: Okay. Uh, Week five, on the road, Green Bay goes to Cincinnati. What do we expect from Green Bay's offense there?
0: Yeah, you know, fire them all up and should be a a good week. That's another – could be a a fantasy football gold matchup, Cincinnati versus Green Bay.
1: Okay. Pittsburgh home against Denver. Denver's defense has been – Pretty good, uh, mm-hmm. but they lost Teddy B, so they, you know, Pittsburgh may have the ball more because the offense won't move. Uh, what do we expect from Pittsburgh against Denver?
0: Yeah, this is, I mean, this could be a defensive showdown um, for sure. So I'm trying to avoid if possible.
1: Okay. Um Let's see here. Uh, Arizona 37, Rams 20. Not as close as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, Another pretty big day for Kyler. Uh, Edmonds looked good. Another two touchdowns for Connor. A.J. Green is resurrected from the dead. Uh, Van Jefferson shows up. What do you want to talk about first?
0: Uh, Yeah. Arizona is a lot better than I thought they were going to be. I thought that they would be at best case scenario, like probably like a second in this division, um, maybe even finish. A lot of people had them finishing fourth and I, you know, there was pretty sound reasoning for that too. So Arizona's good. Um Tyler is uh, phenomenal. Um, I like everything about the Arizona offense. And I think the Rams just, you know, they kind of came back to earth, but nothing to be concerned about.
1: Let's talk about the running back room for the Cardinals. Uh, Edmund seems like a a guy that's going to get enough in the rushing and or passing game each week that you, you, you probably want to play him just about every week. Connor seems mm-hmm. to be a guy that without, you know, uh, some, some looks close to the goal line and, and, and without getting touchdowns may not really hold the value. Yeah.
0: Hey, Connor, uh... Well, I mean he didn't like he was free pretty much. So mm-hmm. and I get like a lot of people are saying like take Connor over Edmonds because you can get Connor way later. And I mean that's kinda right. And so I he is touchdown dependent and Edmonds is not touchdown dependent. And Edmonds is gonna make uh he's he's a better big play uh threat. So I would as a running back, if you're playing either one of them at running back two, like obviously I would want to play Edmonds even without the uh, even without the touchdown upside, just because of the in PPR and standard. I guess I probably I might want Connor.
1: Okay, Uh wide receivers on Arizona. Obviously, you want Hopkins; he's the preferred option. Yeah. The, week to week, though, it seems like Green sometimes more and definitely Kirk uh will show up. Uh, mm-hmm. if you're a contender are
0: you buying AJ Green? No. <laughs> I okay. think like if you have him, write him out for this year, but if you don't have him I don't think he's someone that you necessarily want to buy. Right. I'm fine without him. Yeah.
1: Okay, Van, let's talk about Van Jefferson. Um yeah. I think you know uh he was somebody who some people had some high hopes for as maybe like the third wide receiver there. Uh yeah. didn't do too well his rookie year. If you've been patient with him, he's had a couple good weeks this year. Um what are you looking uh at Jefferson uh moving forward?
0: Yeah, I mean this is this is awesome to see. Uh I I got into like some, not, like we weren't like arguing, but you know, like some debates about after like they signed Deshaun Jackson, and I, I wasn't afraid of Deshaun Jackson, so I I did draft him a couple of places, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean this is exactly what you want to see, uh, I think Woods is starting to decline a little bit, and uh, Tutu is is a prospect that's going to need time to. You know to, to to progress and all that stuff. So yeah, I'm I'm liking. It. I I think you know, and Van Jefferson isn't just a deep threat player in my opinion either. I think he can do a little bit. Um, he I think he might be able to be like a you know a wide receiver two on their team.
1: Okay, all right. Week five, Arizona home against San Francisco. Uh, you know, San Francisco can be tricky on 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 defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but Arizona's looked really good. Obviously, you're playing Kyler. Um, what are you doing with uh, the pass catchers?
0: Uh, the pass catchers for Arizona, yeah, I'm firing them up. There's nothing I, – I, I could see Kyler having a bad game uh, against their defensive line. It started to look a little bit – like their defense looked to be trending in the direction that we thought they'd be at. Uh, last week so um i'm obviously you're playing everybody i'm, I'm probably trying to avoid the Connors and maybe even Edmonds a little bit this week if i can or at least temper your expectations
1: okay rams on the road against seattle for the thursday night game tomorrow uh what are we making yeah. of the rams offense against the seattle defense
0: yeah i'm not i'm not like fading anybody So I think this has a good chance to be a shootout. Although Thursday night games are just seems so bizarre. (laughs) Yeah, they
1: can be Uh, for sure.
0: Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I'm not really, I don't, as far as like the Rams pass catches, I'm not, I'm not worried.
1: Okay. Speaking of Seattle, 28 to 21 victory over San Francisco on Mm -hmm. Sunday, bit of a down day for Russ Wilson uh chris carson not looking good uh another big day for debo what do you want to talk about first
0: yeah russ says he that's just, uh i kind of just expect him to go up and down you know um he's a guy like i have him i have him in one best ball dynasty league and i have been trying to trade him all off season and i have not been able to do it mm. um it's not that I don't like Russ, you know. He's got the reach, but like you just never know what you're, what you're gonna get. And no matter how good Russell Wilson is, Pete Carroll, um, he wants to run the ball. So
1: okay, and if he's running the ball, is Alex Collins the guy to have, or is he just gonna? Be a thorn in Chris Carson's side, and you probably still want Carson anyway.
0: Yeah, I think Alex Collins is is what we wanted for Penny this season. Mm-hmm. So I think good night, Penny. Um, and yeah, I think he's gonna like he's gonna pretty much take over that role. I think they can both be successful together. Okay, uh,
1: Jimmy G. Uh, I think it was a calf, right? Uh, it, yeah, it got hurt in uh, in the game uh lance looked pretty good in relief two touchdowns um nine of 18 passing rushed for 41 yards which of course makes twitter say sit jimmy g and start lance um
0: what are you making of the quarterbacks there uh so i from what i gathered uh, the calf injury was wasn't as bad as even jimmy g thought himself Mm -hmm. and there is a chance he plays and if he's healthy I think they're going to play him. And honestly, I think it's probably the right move to play him. Um, at this point, Lance did make some plays, but I mean, still, it's 50%. And, um, from he's kind of like, uh, he's about as raw as Josh Allen was, you know? And I really think that if the bills could have, they would have benched Josh Allen his whole rookie year. And that I think that would have been the right move, but they were forced to play him. But, um, It can hurt, you know, to rush these these young kids out there if they're not ready. They'll get into bad habits and stuff and Mm. um, can get in their head. They'll lose confidence. So, yeah, I don't don't think Lance is ready to start yet. I think Jimmy, even though he doesn't make quite as many impressive plays, is still right now the, the better option for them.
1: Okay, let's talk about another rookie, Trey Sermon, 19 carries, 89 yards. Elijah Elijah Mitchell is out this game, right? Yes. Okay. So if both are healthy, is this just going to be annoying, or you think one will get have the edge?
0: Yeah, them, it's going to be annoying. Like, but it's it's not. This is just how it is now with most, unless they're like an incredible talents. Um, it's usually pretty much like split. They, they want two guys involved. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. sermon looked better for sure i don't i don't know i guess i sorry because i do think draft capital matters a little bit but if i had i don't know i kind of want mitchell more because i think he's more of a big play threat over Mm -hmm. sermon and he's he's just as like physical too so Mm -hmm. speaking of big play threats debo yeah
1: eight catches 156 yards two mm. touchdowns he's the wide receiver one i'm actually kind of surprised Ayuk was a guy that i liked going into year two mm-hmm. i was wrong about that Debo's the guy to have so far uh any anything uh, you know whether you're a contender rebuilding what
0: you're doing with debo or just hold hold i'm holding debo he's um yeah i, I thought it was going to be 1a 1b i wasn't sure if it was going to be Ayuk or debo but um yeah, there's no reason to like sell him. I, th- I mean, I think you could, you could. I don't know about if these like, DeAndre Hopkins level, but I don't, you know, he's uh, he can make plays. He's fast. He's physical. He's kind of like a running back. He can do a little bit of everything. So, um, okay. yeah, I'm I'm perfectly content with him. All
1: right. So George Kittle, four catches, 40 yards, was uh, nursing an injury. Mm-hmm. but h- overall has not had a great year. Um right. you know, he's somebody that I thought maybe even could be ranked ahead of Kelsey because of uh the slight age uh advantage that he had uh in Ooh. dynasty rankings. Um not looking that way.
0: Yeah, I got him like I got him outside my top 3 right now. I got uh, Kelsey Waller like take either one mm-hmm. in my in my opinion, um, Kelsey Weller, and then probably uh, I, th- I think I would put hot just for age. Maybe even fanton and Andrews too, to be honest, because um, fanton and Andrews they're not, you know, typically blocking when they're, you know, what I mean they're running a lot of routes. So,
1: so is Kittle a guy? Say you're in a rebuild, you're maybe looking to sell, hoping the name value still means something.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm trying to sell you. You might not be able to rate the second, because um, I mean I had I was offered Kittle and a third round pick or something like that for Hawkinson, and I I declined it. So I mean it's not it's just okay. it's the markets the markets funky right now with them. But I would go like that's a guy that you'd want to probably make one offer at a time, but go through almost your entire league. I'm sure there's somebody that's I'm sure there's a few that still um, are high on Cato. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, Let's see.
1: Uh, Seattle home against the Rams next Mm -hmm. week. Uh, Anything concern you or intrigue you about Seattle's offense in that matchup?
0: Yeah, it's uh, probably what, DK versus um, Ramsey or – but the Ramsey's been playing a lot in the slot too, so I mean he might switch off. I would be a little bit concerned about Lockett and and, and DK Metcalf. And okay. I'd be, I'm a little concerned for Russell Wilson as well, just because you know you're Donald's monster. But yeah. just real quick, I just want to touch on IU. Oh like, sure, yeah, go ahead. There, there's like, there's a lot of um. Good football minds that broke down Ayuk's rookie season, and I I think he like pretty much everybody said he was he was good. Um, he had a trait that looked like it could help him become eventually an an elite asset. So I I don't really I don't know what's going on there, but I don't think like he stinks and they had a fluky rookie season. I don't know if it's something where maybe he complained about some of his uses or something. Mm. To uh, Shanahan, or it just seems like he's in a bit of a doghouse. Um, but I would hang in there with him, and and uh, I mean, it's not like you can sell him right now, but well, um, let's let's go the other way.
1: Let's say yeah. a contender has mm-hmm. IUK right? And maybe they could use some depth, or or they have a hole for because of injury at receiver. Yeah, uh, and you're not a contender. Are you looking to try to move somebody to buy IU low?
0: Yeah, if I'm rebuilding and the contender wants to get rid of get rid of him for somebody that he can play on a weekly basis, yeah, absolutely, take a shot because uh, I think is going to get it together and and turn the corner. I'm practicing patience. At worst case scenario. I think um I don't think they're just gonna like bury him on the depth chart as a second round pick. Um, and just not play him or not do anything with him. So I gotta like see him get traded or something if like there's I mean this is just speculation, but it's like if Shanahan just literally doesn't like him, like I, I would think he would trade him, you know. I don't think he would just let him rot on the bench.
1: Okay uh we talked about Seattle's matchup uh against the Rams in week 5. San Francisco goes on the road against Arizona. Let's say Jimmy G plays. Uh what are we looking at
0: uh with San Francisco's offense against Arizona's defense? Uh I mean Arizona's defense is um a little bit su- surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I would I would I guess I'm projecting uh Jimmy Garoppolo to have like 200 yards, a score or two. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not worried about the pass catches as far as total yards and all that stuff. If Lance plays. Um, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm a little bit higher for like Debo, I guess um, if Lance places, targets him downfield more, but Temper your expectations for San Fran against Arizona, because Arizona is really playing good football on both sides of the
1: the ball. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Baltimore 23, Denver 7 uh, in a game where Teddy B gets a concussion. Right. (sighs) Touchdown for Murray. The Hollywood story continues to be a good one. Um, Locke does not look good in relief of the injured Teddy B. Nope. A uh, bit of a modest day for the running backs, but as you pointed out, Javante had a big run where he broke a lot of tackles, uh, and fancies uh, the end zone on six catches. What do you want to talk about first?
0: Oh man, I guess let's start. You know where um, where we normally do. I, Lamar against a good defense, I think uh, threw the ball really well. Twenty-two and thirty-seven for three hundred sixteen. And a touchdown, and they didn't – they said, you're not going to run on us and beat us with your feet, so you're going to have to throw, mm-hmm. and he did. So mm-hmm. that's La- good. Um, Latavius Murray looked decent. I was disappointed they put Bell out there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's right back to the practice squad, so I think he's toast. <laughs>
1: so uh, Tyson Williams was a healthy scratch, and I believe I saw a quote from the coach that says, that basically Murray's style just matches what they want to do better. Um, Murray, the guy to have moving forward.
0: Yeah, I think I don't want any part of this. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. I mean, if you, if you got Murray, obviously it's nice depth. Uh, They were working in Freeman a little bit. I don't know. It just seems to be flip-flopping, you know, Okay. what about Hollywood
1: Four for 91 and a touchdown? He's been better than I expected so far. Uh, I've gotten a couple of trade offers for him that, you know, uh, weren't really something that was going to move me to to trade him. Uh, Not that I'm holding out for anything. Great. Uh, Bateman, though, on his way back. Uh, Where do we see the wide receivers for Baltimore going moving forward?
0: I don't think Hollywood's going anywhere. I would be shocked if. If like Bateman became healthy and they um you know put like dropped his usage. I don't think Duvernay, I think Duvernay is the guy that would disappear and Watkins might just go back into decoy mode a little bit. Um but yeah, I'm I'm thrilled with Hollywood. I got him in a package deal and I I traded Kelsey and Brian Edwards for Pitts and Hollywood. Um interesting. And uh that, that this was before the season started. So I I'm yeah, I'm happy with it. He looks good. I mean big plays. Um getting a wide open on guys, his route running seems to be much improved pretty much anywhere on the field. So um yeah, I I, I think Lamar's a better passer than most people think. He doesn't have like a crazy strong arm, but I think he could Hollywood and um and Rashad Bateman that can both kill you and make you know they're like they're guys that are very explosive. So I think one, they're like gonna help each other out as far as um getting favorable coverages. And these are other than Andrews, um, you know, I'm happy, I'm pretty much happy with all the past pitchers for Baltimore to be honest.
1: Okay. Uh let's go to the Broncos, the split backfield continues. You know, a, a lot of folks, my, myself included are saying that by the end of the year, it's going to be Javante's backfield. Uh, but it looks like for a few more weeks, it's just going to continue to be something where, um, you know, neither one of them is going to have a great day because they're using both of them so much.
0: Yeah. And I like, I, I don't think that's, that's probably gonna, um, I don't think that's going to change. I think, as long as uh, Melvin Gordon is healthy, that he's going to be involved. Because, I mean, Javante is going to – he's got the most um, upside, obviously. And he's um, – like, that run was just incredible. <laughs> like, what a wild run. So, uh, But he, he makes rookie mistakes, too. You know, fun, puts a ball on the ground. Um, you know, rookies in pass protection – Sometimes takes a lot of time, although he's been pretty good. But I I understand why they're using Melvin Gordon as well. I don't think they want to put it all on his shoulders year one. Yeah. It makes sense. Okay.
1: Uh, week five, Baltimore home against Indianapolis. Uh, what do we expect from Baltimore's offense against Indianapolis' defense?
0: Yeah, so Indianapolis' defense isn't quite as scary as they think thought it was going to be mm-hmm. the start of the year. So I'm not really concerned. And I think this could be a really good game with, uh, you know, a, a, a decent point total.
1: Okay. Uh, and on the flip side, Denver goes at Pittsburgh for what you said earlier might be a defensive matchup. Let's yeah. say Drew Locke starts. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you can't feel good. About no. uh Sutton and Fan,
0: yeah, I would want like no part of this game. Uh, unfortunately, in most of the leagues I have, Fan, I pretty much almost have to play him. But I do think, I guess, if you had to pick, like you got to start Sutton or you got to start Fant. I think I'd go Fan because he's closer to the line of scrimmage, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Pittsburgh's probably gonna, um, they're gonna be given locked fits, okay. The Sunday night game,
1: uh, pretty boy Tom Brady returns to Foxborough and beats the New England Patriots nineteen to seven. Yes, uh, there was a lot of rain, as you were saying before. Um, I had no so, idea
0: either, and i uh, I, I did some uh, I did some daily fantasy for that game, not knowing yeah. that it was a monsoon. That was taught me a lesson,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but a big day for. Uh, Fournette. still despite a bit of a down day for brady a few pass catchers do pretty well um the team total for the new england patriots rushing game was minus one yards right uh and you know guys like kendrick Bourne and uh brandon bolden are registering uh points uh for uh your fantasy teams if you had them where do you want to start
0: yeah, Brie, I want to. It's like that's a game I wish uh, we had just neutral weather for. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I guess I I was hoping he was going to light him up. To be honest, because I, I wanted wanted you know New England to lose uh, in the division. Yeah, but I guess if anybody knows how to really get under his skin in a game, it's, it's obviously going to be Bill Belichick. So I mean, this shouldn't have really been too surprising not taking much out of this i mean it was a monsoon mm-hmm. so oh, okay. i like fournette's usage though that, yeah, that yeah. was i traded yeah. uh, I, I already said it about the patterson trade but yeah that's uh, i think he take, he's t- taken over this backfield for sure okay uh
1: let's see let's talk about the passing game for uh the patriots Uh, Jacoby Myers, eight for 70, Kendrick Bourne five for 58, uh, Al Aguilar adds 55 yards. Um, I really thought the, the passing was going to mostly go through the two high high-priced tight ends, Mm -hmm. uh, Henry and Janu, who both saw the end zone in this game, but still it it looks like it's the wide receivers who are getting, uh, all the balls or, or at least, you know, um, Mm -hmm. a good deal of them more than I thought. What do we make of New England wide receivers?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, – I'm not – honestly, I like, I like Myers and PPR. And I think he's, like, the one there. But uh, other than, like, Bourne, I don't know. He looks okay, you know. I think that they're taking away the tight end, so he's throwing, you know, to the outside. I also think, like, you know, Tampa Bay, you don't want to run because mm-hmm. they have – really good defensive line and uh i don't necessarily know that you want to like throw it over the middle of the tight ends either uh, because they also have two very good linebackers so you know the weakness of tampa bay is definitely their back end defense so um i think bourne is like decent depth you know what i mean And if you have myers it might be a guy you want to make a move for in case myers gets injured because myers is a decent flex you know for ppr so Mm -hmm. Let's talk about Brandon Bolden, James White out for the season.
1: You know, some people were saying, oh, you know, Bolden might get some of his work Yeah, uh, and he is getting the work, at least in this game. He was, uh, you know, I, he was a waiver wire ad last week. It's probably too late to get him. Um, yeah. What do you make of, of Brandon Bolden?
0: Uh, yeah, he's a, he was a, probably a solid scoop for, for PPR and, uh, um, You know, it's hard to come across useful running backs in fantasy off the waiver wire. So, Um,
1: okay. Say you were uh, a team that's not doing well uh and you put in the best bid for Brandon Bolden to try to, um, say, outmaneuver some teams who are doing better. Uh Um, What do you want for him if you're going to deal him to a contender?
0: Uh, You're not getting a second, no doubt so could you get a third yeah yeah i, I think i would if i really was hurting at running back and i was a contender i would give up the late third i don't really value <laughs> to be honest i don't know this might be a mistake on my end but I, I don't really care about third round picks i usually use them to sweeten a deal yeah yeah mm-hmm. um so I don't know, like, because they, they still got J.J. Taylor, they got uh, Stevenson as well. Who, uh, so I, I don't know. I don't necessarily trust that Bolden has cemented himself as the replacement for James White. Okay, uh, in Week Five,
1: Tampa Bay is home for Miami. What do we expect from the Tampa Bay offense there?
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure T- Tom Brady is gonna light up Miami um yeah so I'm starting I'm starting pretty much everybody um doesn't Miami have a pretty good secondary yeah they do I I don't think it's um I mean they got Godwin I I mean they're not gonna like it's gonna be like no shadow coverages or anything like that and um You know, uh, Brian Flores is a guy I think Tom Brady's going to know how to attack his defense. Like Miami's got a good secondary. Like, it's not something where you're expecting your receivers to go off, off, but it's also not one I'm usually overly concerned about either.
1: Okay. Um, And New England on the road against. The Houston Texans should be
0: a big day for New England, no? Uh, yeah, this might be the week I I play Mac Jones over Baker Mayfield in the uh, Dynasty Superflex that um I have those two in. So, Expecting, yeah, expect, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, yeah, I'd expect a good day for Damian Harris, um, and I'd probably expect. Upward, like, you know, eight catches, nine catches for Myers. Um, Maybe even Aguilar gets a long bomb for a touchdown. I mean, everybody could do well, you know. I'm sure, like, at least one of the tight ends is going to get a touchdown. Um, I would expect a huge second half of this game, though, from Damian
1: Harris. I was about to say, do we expect a bounce-back game for for Damian Harris?
0: So, yeah, I'd, I'd fire him up as well. Right. Yeah, it's just like why I run against uh, Tampa, but and here he's I mean he might get he might get 15 16 carries just in this in the second half alone, so okay. And
1: finally the Monday night game, the uh delayed by lightning, but the uh yeah. Chargers victorious over the Raiders 28 to 14. Uh Jacobs doesn't do much in his first game back. Yeah. Uh, another touchdown for Waller. My boy uh, that I've been touting the last couple of weeks, you know, no genius thing, but uh, I'm really liking Renfro and PPR. He does pretty well. Another guy that I've been touting this year as a possible top five running back. Austin Eckler uh, does very well. And Jared Cook does very well. Even Donald Parham uh, gets a a touchdown.
0: Where do you want to go first? Uh, let's see. Well, Derek Carr came back down the earth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he was under duress quite a bit. So, did you see Bosa's quote about that? No, I
1: did not. He was basically saying that we that we know like David Carr is a great player, but we know that once you hit him a couple times, he gets rattled and uh-huh. like he curled up in a ball when when nobody had even touched him yet. So, I, that's kind of that's something to something to look out for if
0: if you're a car manager right uh yeah because uh you know if you're if you're afraid of hanging in the pocket and taking a hit i mean it's it's bad for the for the offense obviously um you know you're gonna miss a lot of balls if you're bracing for a hit or anticipating a hit and you're like scared to, to take it you know mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, that, that often seemed to be off almost from from the get-go. Okay.
1: Uh, let's talk about Hunter Renfro. Uh, I have him on a couple teams, even, even started him in a flex in, in one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a guy that I want, especially in PPR. Uh,
0: say you were a contender,
1: what would you give up for Renfro in a trade?
0: I'd be semi-comfortable with, uh, like, a later second, I think. Uh, he'd be, yeah, he's great, great depth at, at PPR. He also returns punts and stuff, so there's always an opportunity that maybe possibly scores on one of those to, to give you even more points. Um, yeah, PPR, I, I love him. Um, is, is a depth piece,
1: okay? Only 222 yards for Herbert, but three touchdowns. Continues uh-huh. to play well. Obviously, you're going to fire him up uh and if if you're a contender or rebuild you're holding them uh let's talk about my boy austin eckler um you did go to the blue medical tent but returned yeah um a touchdown on the ground and in the air over 100 yards on the ground on only 15 carries Mm -hmm. i i don't like to say this but say you're you're definitely in a rebuild and you're a couple years away from contending Uh, Uh and you're worried about running backs aging, you sell an Eckler?
0: I do have them in a rebuild, um, but I also have already got five first-rounders in the next two years. Okay. So I'm going to hold them um, unless the deal is, like, really good, you know. So I actually got into a debate uh, with a few people on Twitter about when – CMC first got injured. I said I would probably take uh Eckler in a second if I was a C- CMC owner and couldn't wait for him to return. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of people were like, that's ridiculous. But I don't really think it is. I don't think he's as talented as CMC, but I mean he's the he's pretty close. Like the difference in fantasy isn't a huge deal for me. Mm-hmm uh going forward let's
1: talk about jared cook six catches 70 yards and a touchdown tight end mm-hmm. is ugly after the first few yeah. of all the non-elite tight ends uh where does he rank where who would you want him uh instead of uh, is he just outside andrews fan and kittle for you uh, is he further down? Would you rather have Dalton Schultz? What are we making of Jared Cook?
0: Yeah, no, I, I, uh, he's he's getting up there in age, so I um, I don't really want him. I had him in one dynasty, I sold him for Patterson mm-hmm. straight up. Okay. Um, ha- I was happy for that. That was a league I had CMC and Um, I, I'd rather have Schultz. I'd rather have Knox. I'd rather have. Conklin Irv Smith, maybe depending on how he looks and comes back. Um,
1: say for this year, say you're a contender, you don't like what you're getting out of your tight end position. What are you willing to move for an older Jared Cook?
0: If, if it's like tight end premium, you could, um, like really are desperate and early third. Would be where I wanted. I guess if I had to, he was the only one like available that was putting up, you know, like the six for seventies, like the the guys we're just talking about. Uh I really wouldn't want to give up like a second at all. Okay. Parham, I think, is gonna become a thing too. I don't necessarily know about this year, but I don't think it's out of the question. Okay. And you you think he's a good stash? Parham, I I like, yeah. Yeah. Cook, I'm I'm trying to trade cook in
1: dynasty. yeah Yeah. okay uh mike williams after you know being uh used heavily only one catch for 11 yards Mm -hmm. uh, do we see this as a as a one week thing um his value take a a bit of a hit what are we looking at with mike williams
0: uh yeah i'm a little bit concerned but um i had something going on with, with my mother during this football game so I didn't realize I was seeing it on a replay that they were up like twenty-one nothing by halftime. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I watched the second half. I mean, they just one Herbert really didn't have time to let routes develop downfield, uh, and two, like they wanted the, the clock moving, so they were throwing you know the the quick passes to Allen, quick passes to Eckler, and uh, running the ball. Obviously, they didn't want. It. He just didn't have time to stand, you know, take a five-step drop and hang in there.
1: Yeah, okay. And uh, in week five, uh, the Chargers are home against Cleveland, who, you know, held Minnesota to, to seven points, mm-hmm. has uh, has a, a couple pretty good uh, defensive linemen, has a pretty yeah. good secondary. Uh, what do we make of the Chargers against Cleveland?
0: Yeah, I'd be – I'd be mild, mildly, because obviously you can't bench Herbert, but I'm trying to find another option for Mike Williams. Mm-hmm. And Mike, I mean, Mike Williams was a later pick, so I mean, at his price, but, I mean, there's a reason he wasn't like an early round pick. You know, he's got the talent, but he's inconsistent. So uh, I'm trying to sit him down for for somebody else uh, okay. this week because if they didn't have time versus Las Vegas. I don't think they're going to have time with uh, Clowney and, um, and company there. So Okay. Uh, and Las
1: Vegas is home against Chicago. What can we expect? Uh better day for Carr and Jacobs? Yeah, I'm glad that this is at
0: home for, for Carr. Uh, yeah, I'm still mildly concerned. Khalil Mack is – Still good at football. They got a good defensive line. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, this might be more of a defensive battle, too. Not trying to start a a ton of people out of this. I want nothing to do with Jacobs, even. Okay.
1: Interesting. All right. Uh, And we are not done, folks. Before we get to fever and chills, let's talk about another head-to-head matchup this year between the two of us in our charity league. Both of us had some big days from some folks and some weird weeks from some folks. I wound up winning a 157.52 to 120.52. Big yeah. days from Eckler, Najee, Gasicki, and Deontay Johnson. Right. Uh, not two great days from Sutton, Waddle, and uh, Garoppolo. I survived your Debo and your Noah Fant. <laughs> yes. I am now at two and two in sixth place. Uh, I still maybe could compete this year. we'll see, yeah, but I'm relying on Zach Moss probably to do well. I have a couple wide receivers with backup quarterbacks, and maybe even have to start Lawrence, so mm-hmm. uh, I don't know um I'm a little a uh, little concerned,
0: yeah, you got my number <laughs> for sure, I know uh Owen oh two against you, but um. Yeah, I do no, like I. If you just like look at my team for a second, like I cannot believe this team is a one and three. You know, I I'm not like I'm not gonna start selling people off or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, there's no way it's it can't compete if they're all healthy and performing. Like even if they're just all performing just a little bit below ADP, I think they would be fine. But just you know, like injuries and I have like I'm just gonna read it real fast. I got Tannehill, Delvin Cook, Miles Sanders, Hopkins, Adams, Fant, um, AJ, Antonio Brown, Bebo Samuel, Galladay. So, this is a 14 team league. So, and it's one, one in three. So, it just hasn't yeah. gone my way. But I, uh, I always practice. Uh, don't panic, you know. So, I'm not gonna freak out and say, well. Might as well sell some assets here. I'm gonna, um, I'm just gonna ride with it, and uh, I think that they're gonna be able to turn this around.
1: Okay, we'll be keeping you updated on,
0: uh, on our fantasy
1: teams as we move forward. Let's talk yeah, about. I'm
0: sorry. Go ahead. It's fun to talk about like our teams because it's like you know I don't. Uh, I'm basically like this is just me documenting you know like what I'm doing and. In 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 dynasty myself, you know, and yeah. hopefully it helps. But it's fun, and I like to like the head to heads and stuff. I like, yeah. it, like when the, the fantasy footballers were to uh, break down their matchups against each other because for some reason it always interests me. But. Mm.
1: So let's now talk about FIBA and chills. Let's start with fever. Uh, mm-hmm. I got a couple for you. Uh, nothing sneaky or under the radar here. Uh, but I love me some Austin Eckler. Yep. The price will be high to get him, but if I'm a contender, I might move what it takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my other fevers are two tight ends emerging as good options in a in a field of ugly tight ends. Yep. And that's Dalton Schultz, da- Dalton Schultz, and Dawson Knox. They may be touchdown dependent. Uh, but a lot of tight ends are, so maybe not such a big deal.
0: Yeah, and I think like like I was saying earlier, like Schultz is getting design looks and all that, so I'm not like I think he's less tight end or uh, <laughs> touchdown dependent than uh, Knox is at this point. Okay. Um, but I I love those those picks for Fever. I uh, I've been waiting on this Knox thing for since he was a rookie I was drafting them and stashing them so Mm -hmm. um yeah I'm excited what about you for fever yeah I'm gonna go like burrow and and chase I just something like Thursday night watching burrow come from behind and win was like fantastic he's got that competitive edge like uh you know like a Brady or 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 Mahomes um so yeah my uh I'm all in on like the, the chase and burrow thing um and I'm uh I'm I'm starting to feel playoff Lenny, who we got early this year. I mean, he's getting a lot of touches. You know, he had 20 touches this last week. He gets involved a little bit in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he seems to be running hard for Bruce Arians. So, um, yeah, I like it a lot. Especially as the season goes on, I think they'll lean more on the run. Yeah, I agree. Um, Lenny
1: is somebody who I was probably too low on this year. I think you could do a lot worse at your RB2 uh if you're trying to win a championship.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay, let's talk about chills, people we don't like. Uh I'm gonna go with a with a couple here. Uh none of them are, you know, uh genius moves for me. They're they're all I think pretty obvious, but uh, Adam Thielen, he's going to have mm-hmm. better games than he had this week. I mean, that's for sure. He I think he only went three for 46 in week four. Right. But I think I'm trying to sell, especially if I'm not a contender. He's mm-hmm. a distant second behind uh, J. Jeff, and they still got to feed Cook every week. I might see what I can get for him. I'd take a a, a second round pick for him. I'm going to go with Miles Sanders. Definitely concerned here. 15 touches in the last two weeks. Yeah, Uh Both were negative game script, but I think it's concerning because he is a, 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 an outlet in the, in the passing game for a young QB and Gainwell is certainly seeing some touches. And then finally, as long as Teddy B is out, I want nothing to do with Broncos pass catchers.
0: Yeah. I, I think with Thielen, I'd want to late first still. Okay. Just because like, yeah, he's he's definitely a second, and he's pretty much a tight end, in my opinion. Like he's gonna get down, he's gonna you know, he's gonna get a decent amount of targets. But like if he doesn't score, he's probably not gonna have a high uh, yardage total. But um, I mean, he's like a touchdown wizard. So I yeah, I, I think like if a contender was buying him off my rebuilding team or or a team that I didn't think was gonna contend, I'd want uh, one of their late first even if it was maybe even a 23 first instead okay what about you for chills uh i'm gonna go with uh gabe davis for the rest of this year just like we already talked about it he's just having trouble getting on the field um gaskin is awful (laughs) uh very like very concerned i I don't know. Like Malcolm Brown is still playing, even though he's like still Malcolm Brown. But uh, yeah, at least as long as Brissett's playing quarterback, I don't. You can't start him right now.
1: Um, Mm
0: -hmm. Twenty-seven rushes on the whole year. Yeah, that's it's bad. You don't Uh, like to see that. No, I mean, like with Mike Davis, he's not necessarily giving you running RB two numbers, but his ADP. Uh, He's getting plenty of opportunity. So um, he's not like necessarily like I was hoping maybe he would be like a high end two possibly Mm -hmm. there. And that's not happening, but he's not, he's also like not going to kill you as a flex play.
1: Yeah, I agree. Both of those would, would be chills for me too. All right. Well, that wraps up a long packed episode of week four, week five, buys, sells, Head-to-head matchup fever and chills. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening, folks. You can um, follow the show at Dynasty Fever Pod on Twitter. My Twitter is at FFJunkie underscore. Where can folks find you on Twitter, Scott?
0: Uh, yeah, so just go to at FF underscore Fire 911. And um, you will catch a, a lot of Bill's luck too, just to. <laughs> just as a warning a little bit of music but yeah most um, mostly football
1: <laughs> okay then thanks for listening folks
0: yes thank you everybody have a good night